Hi everyone, it's Kelsey again, and welcome back to 31 Days of Spooky Movies. And today we are going to do the movie Hollow Man from the year 2000. Okay, so today's movie is Hollow Man um, from the year 2000. I don't know why I keep saying the year 2000, but it's 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 an important year, so it deserves a capital T in front of it, capital T the in front of it. Um, this movie is starring Kevin Bacon, Josh Brolin, and Elizabeth Shue. It's got a really good cast. Um, again, it's from the year 2000, so it's got a really awesome um, like late 90s vibe, which I absolutely love. Um, and this movie is, it is a horror, I think, but it's also um, like sci-fi thriller. So um, yeah, it's kind of the best of all worlds. The movie starts with a rat being dangled above a cage and then dropped in. Uh, it scurries along, comes to a water dish and is sniffing it. And then all of a sudden, the middle of the rat's body gets squeezed in really tight and it starts squealing and it starts getting raised up into the air. And then its head gets uh, lopped off and um, we see blood dripping. And then we see in blood um, teeth. Uh, really sharp teeth and like a mouth, but that's all we can see. Uh, and that's the end of that scene. Then we cut to Kevin Bacon. He's in his apartment. Um, he's on a computer. It's super 90s. And he's looking at, uh, at like a DNA, DNA strand and he's doing some tests on it and it keeps um, saying that it's unstable. Um, so he kind of freaks out, um, takes a break. And I'll tell you right now, he this guy's a perv, like straight up. He's a perv and we see his penis twice. Um, which are actually unrelated points, but it's true. So he starts looking across the road or the, the apartment um, at the windows across the way, and he sees a woman starting to undress uh, across the way. We just see her in her bra and her underwear, and then she closes the blinds, and he's like, damn it. Um, just the first of many things to come. Um, then all of a sudden he gets a thoughtful look over his face, runs to his computer, type, 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 and all of a sudden it's stable. And he goes, I am a goddamn genius. Right after that, we cut to another apartment. It's 4 a.m. and um, a woman is waking up because her computer is ringing. Um, she answers it and it's Sebastian. Uh, he can see that there's a boyfriend in the bed and he asks who in the, who's in the background. And she's like, it's none of your business. Not anymore. Wink. Um, uh, he says yeah, he cracked the reversion and um, she he shows her. She can't believe it. It's like super exciting. And he tells her to find Matt and meet them um, at the lab. And she says, oh, I think I can track him down. So they hang up and she runs to the bed and she jumps on her boyfriend, who we find out is Matt. He says, um, do you want to ride to the lab? And she's like, mm maybe we should take separate cars. So secrets are happening. Um, we see Sebastian driving in his uh, like sick convertible. He's playing some hardcore rap music, rap music. He's playing some hardcore rock music. Um, we kind of learn a little bit or we see a little bit about the building that they work in. There's security um, like to get in through the gate, um, even just to get onto the compound grounds. And then once he's inside the parking garage there's another security guard and they have to take a really hardcore elevator downstairs where they have to put in like um a passcode and like um a um like audio code as well 
we're in the lab now and we're passing a bunch of stainless steel cages like think about in a veterinarian's office but they're um they're pretty small and they're all different sizes and we can't see anything in there but we hear like chimps and dogs and we can hear and see the cages rattling but again they're empty um then it does go to um a screen that shows infrared and we see that there is a chimp um, in infrared who's like banging on the cage doors so um, yeah there are invisible creatures inside there and the only way we can see them um, is through infrared so we go to Matt um, Matt is approaching a very large cage and he's got his infrared goggles on and he opens it he's got um, like a big needle and he's saying he's talking to whoever's in there his na their name's Isabel um, and she's like, okay, he's like, okay, Isabel, it's okay. So he's trying to get in there. Um, then we see Isabel on the screen and she is a large gorilla. Um, so he goes to get her with the needle and she bites down on her, his hand and then she is able to escape. Um, so she runs through the lab, through the hallway. Uh, Matt runs into, like literally runs into Sebastian. Uh, he puts his goggles on, he gets a trank gun. They say, 10 bucks, I shoot her first. So that's what Sebastian says. 10 bucks, I shoot her first. He's very cocky at all times. Uh, Matt misses, though. Um, they kind of have her cornered. And he shoots, he misses, hits the wall. And then Sebastian gets her, um, and she is knocked out. Um, and as this happens, though, a new character comes in. Her name is Sarah, and she's the vet. Uh, and she's like, this is bullshit, Sebastian. Like, how can you use... Um, this serum before it's even been tested. So that's kind of introducing what's going to happen next is there is a new serum, the one that he just cracked, that we're going to use on Isabel. And um, Sarah is very upset about it. We are in more of a medical lab now, kind of like an operating room and an operating theater. The whole place is surrounded by glass and the operating theater like above has people in it. Um, there's someone named Frank, someone named Carter, Carter, and someone named Janice. And they read out, um, I think they're the ones who are kind of keeping an eye on the DNA and talking about, um, we talk about quantum signatures a lot in this movie. So they kind of keep us updated on that. So we see a, well, we don't see, but we, there's, um, like a medical bed and there's straps that you can see are over a figure, but the um, gorilla, Isabel, is invisible. So we just see that. Um, then they get the serum ready. It's this bright orange um, stuff, serum, in a big needle. Um, they put it in her arm. Uh, Sarah first sprays, sprays the arm with some kind of spray paint so you can actually see the arm and find a vein. And then they add it. So then they just they shoot the orange serum in things just start to get crazy pretty quick. The orange serum, you can see it going through her veins and spreading throughout her whole body. Um, it goes to her heart. It's really cool. It like fills in her heart and then you see the heart beating. Um, and then we kind of zoom out and we see the orange veins like over her whole entire body. We can see that there's a bit of a face now, um, but then her heart rate starts being elevated. Um, so we're starting to get a little bit worried. We can see the serum is still working though. We're starting to see actual veins, like red veins, and we're starting to see um, arteries. And they're saying there's a cellular reaction happening. Uh, we can see tendons, we can see um, like the bones and muscles starting and everything's just kind of slowly becoming more um, and more like bones and, and skin. Um, but then her heart beats beating way too fast. She starts freaking out, pulling against her strains or her restraints. Um, 
thrashing and screaming. Um, she actually gets, she flatlines, but they have a defibrillator. Um, they're able to jolt her heart back. Um, and as they kind of are jolting her, she's like flashes into like her full gorilla form and then back to just like skin and muscle and bones. It's like a really cool effect. Um, so after that happens, they jolt her heart and she kind of calms down um, and she slowly fills in. She becomes um, skin and then you see um, the fur and she's calm and she almost like seems like kind of happy. And then the upstairs people say quantum signatures are stable. Um, and someone says, welcome back, Isabel. Isabel is back in her cage and she's looking peaceful. Um, and then Sebastian says to schedule a vivisection for Monday. Um, and I looked up what this means because I thought it meant something different. And a vivisection is um, when you do an experiment or operating on a live animal for the purposes of experimenting. So Sarah is really upset. She's like, fuck you. We just brought her back and you want to slice up her brain already. Um, you're an asshole. Um, Matt and Linda kind of try to get her to calm down again. They're like, no, 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 he's just joking, of course. And and then Sebastian's like, yeah, we'll give it at least a week. And that's kind of the end of it. I have no idea if they're serious or not, but um, Sarah's super upset. We cut to the whole group um, having a fancy dinner. They do a cheers, cheers to themselves. Um, and then we see Sebastian, who's outside, and Linda follows him out um he's talking as she's saying aren't you supposed to be happy but he's saying you know reversion was the last big breakthrough it feels like the beginning of the end everything's kind of over now um so yeah he feels like he, he kind of cracked everything he feels like he has solved everything and he's bummed about it um they start to kind of talk about their past relationship which we kind of um were hinted at from before and they were like oh we had some good times and they kind of giggle um, and he's like, do you ever want to go back in time and try it again? And she's like, no. And then he kind of like goes in for a kiss. Like he fully goes in for a kiss and she backs away and she stops it. We get a quick scene of Sebastian back at the lab and he's looking at all the invisible animals in the cages and there's a really like barky kind of small dog. Um, but he goes up to it and he pets it and he asks what it's like. Um, the dog's really sweet and licks his face and licks his hand. It's really sweet. It's just a quick scene. Cut to Sebastian in front of the committee. Um, the committee are the people who have hired them for this project. Um, we find out that the committee, it's, it's the Pentagon. That's where they are right now. And the official project is to send a human to the quantum land and bring them back. So Sebastian says that sending them to the quantum land was easy, but bringing them back was very hard. And he shows a video of Isabel just halfway through her transformation and then shuts the video off. Um, and he talks about um, there's too much cellular decay. And this man, Dr. Kramer, asks, how have you solved this problem? And Sebastian says, I haven't. So Linda and Matt are also in the room. They're sitting down and they kind of exchange looks and they're really confused. Um, Dr. Kramer says, um, you know, we've tolerated you for a long time. Your need for privacy, your eccentricities, but our patience is running out. If we don't get results soon, we'll find a new Sebastian Kane. Um, now we cut to them, the three of them outside, um, on the street, Linda's like, what the fuck? Like you just lied to the Pentagon. What's going on? And he's just like super casual. He's like, I wasn't ready to tell them yet. Um, and, uh, cause the whole thing is, is he thinks that once they've solved it, they'll take the project from them. Linda's like, it's their project. And, and you know, the, obviously Sebastian does not feel that way. So he's not ready. Um, but he says, let's go to phase three ourselves, which is human testing. And Linda says, um, you want to be the first one, don't you? 
So now we cut to the lab where it's the whole team and they're all asking like, how did you get clearance? This is crazy. How are we doing um, phase three already? And he just says, I volunteered and he just lied. Um, and we actually find out that Isabel wasn't the first that they brought back. Um, they have brought back seven primates. Although now that I think about it, she still could have been the first and maybe they've brought back seven since. But anyways, they just kind of confirm all they've done like is animals, but they've brought seven primates back. Um, and everyone's like, wow, I can't believe the committee approved this. And then we learn we've got three days of testing before um, we're going to do it, before he's going to get the serum. So today is the day. We see Sebastian looking in a mirror and he says to himself, it's time. See you later. And then him, Linda and Matt are walking down a hall um, and he tells a wildly offensive joke at work, which goes as follows. Uh, have you ever heard the one about Superman and Wonder Woman? So Superman's flying around, horny as hell. All of a sudden he sees Wonder Woman on top of a building. She's naked, spread eagle. He says he needs to get him some, himself some of that Wonder Pussy. So he swoops down, fucks her real quick so she doesn't even see it. She sits up and she's like, what the fuck? But then all of a sudden the invisible man says, I don't know, but my asshole's killing me. No one laughs. Um, and he just has his arms out expecting a laugh and he goes, that's funny, right? Now he walks into the operating theater, gets naked, of course, um, gets strapped in. They're saying his heart rate is elevated, but it's not too bad. Um, they get the serum ready. This serum is blue, kind of like a periwinkle. Um, he injects it himself saying, you know, this way, if anything goes wrong, um, no one will blame you. So, um, he injects it. Everyone asks, are you feeling anything? Everything's stable. They say human DNA is more complicated. They kind of get to the point where they're like, well, it didn't work. Oh, we didn't mix it right. And he's like, wait, 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 I feel something. It's, it's in my arm. It's starting, it's starting to tingle. I can feel it. It's going to my back. And as soon as he says back, he like, his back like arcs, arches up. Um, and he starts like squirming and tossing um, and pushing against his um, restraints. And he kind of like gets an arm free and like turns over they end up having to um, like pin him down and he's saying, um, oh, it hurts, it hurts, shit, it hurts. Um, I didn't think it would hurt this bad. He says, it's tearing me. And then you start to see the skin in his, sh in his chest and his face kind of like, it looks like it's like almost like burning away or like dissolving away. Um, and as he's starting to go invisible um, and his pulse is at 170, it's super high. Um, it's still happening. He's, his skin is going away. Now he's like, um, just like muscle and veins. His hair goes away. He's still like squirming. Um, flailing around um, and we see less and less of his skin and he's just like slowly becoming more invisible. Um, and then at, at one point he's just a skeleton and then slowly he's nothing at all. And then there's just like an imprint on the bed. Um, and he just like passes out. They say he passed out from trauma. Um, and then Matt says to Linda, something to tell the grandkids. And Linda puts her hand on his chest. Um, like she, sorry, she puts her hand over Sebastian's chest so the invisible chest and there's like static electricity like all over his chest everywhere he uh, everywhere she touches and it's a really cool effect and same with the indents in the bed um like so far the special effects are really good they're really convincing we cut to what I'm just going to call Sebastian's room they're in the lab still um but he's just kind of got his own area where he'll be sleeping and being monitored um so you can tell he's on the bed there's like a sheet over half of him and then he's got um, various like black and red wires um, kind of like probably just like sticky glued to his chest and to his head um, so that's we can just see him um, resting they said that he has been asleep for 17 hours 
Um, and Linda has been kind of in the chair, in a chair, in a bedside chair, sleeping and kind of um, watching him. Um, all of a sudden, Sebastian wakes up and he freaks out and he says, turn off the goddamn, turn off the goddamn lights, turn off the lights. Um, because uh, he says, I can't close my eyes. And Linda says, you can. They're just um, transparent. He sits up um, and it's really cool because you can see the sheet um, kind of uh, fall down a little bit and the wires sit up with him and then he gets out of bed, um, leaves the sheet behind and then the wires slowly get unplugged from him and then we kind of lose him completely. We don't know where he is. Um, Matt's there as well. Matt asks where he is and he says, I'm looking at myself in the mirror and then he like breathes into the mirror um, and like makes fog. Um, then we go into the medical lab area with Linda and Matt and Sebastian. Um, he turns the lights down and he's kind of like creeping around like he'll say something over here and then he'll answer over here and everyone's like, ooh, oh, it's so spooky. It's so fun. Um, and then Frank, he's one of the guys from kind of the observation tower area. He puts on the infrared glasses and that is... Um, he's uh finds Sebastian kind of hiding behind a filing cabinet and that's when we see Sebastian's penis that's when we see him for the first time um it's an in infrared and it's uh full frontal just right there dangling um uh, moving on from that we learn there's a thermal camera set up uh pointed at his bed so that he can be monitored 24 hours a day and that someone will be uh observing him 24 hours a day again from the observation tower so sarah is going to take the first shift sarah is the vet um so she's up in the observation tower uh all the lights kind of around the lab start to go out as it's nighttime she settles in uh she sees that sebastian is in his bed and then she falls asleep so then the door um a door to where the animals are opens um, and closes and then we hear the animals start to kind of um, start screaming and freaking out we know obviously that it's Sebastian and then we see a point of view of him entering the observation tower and he says Sarah are you awake and then we see um, he touches her hair or you know we can see her hair kind of get brushed um, brushed back and then he starts to unbutton her top and then he pulls her breast out and he just massages her damn breast. Um, it's quite gratuitous and it goes on for a while. Um, then she wakes up abruptly and um, her shirt's done back up. But she says, Sebastian, like, are you in here? And then she sees that the door is open and that he's not in his bed. Um, and kind of as she's looking around, he then gets in her bed. Sorry, <laughs> he then gets into his bed. Um, we can see that on the camera. So, um, I mean, there's like clearly proof that he was out of his bed and probably messing with her. Oh, that part's so creepy. Um, so the next day he's getting more tests done. He's wearing a lab coat. It's like, again, a really cool effect. Just an invisible guy wearing a lab coat. And he's got wires um, attached to his head. Uh, Matt asks him, how was your first night? He said he was restless. Matt says, Sarah said you were out of bed. He says, I was just getting some coffee. You know, it's not your problem. And Matt's like, well, don't make it my problem. Um, Sarah is then taking wires off of his head. Um, and he's like, you seem nervous. And she's like, no, I'm fine. And then she's kind of just standing there and she like asks him, she's like, are you looking at me? And he's like, no, why? And she's like, no reason. And then she like leaves. She's like, obviously super uncomfortable. And then he starts giggling. We see um, a character named Janice go to the bathroom. It's this super weird kind of open concept bathroom where there's like a few urinals against a wall and then like a toilet just out in the open. Um, so she sits down 
Um, but then she hears some sound at the urinal. So she quickly puts her goggles back on. Um, she doesn't see anyone or doesn't see him. Um, so she sits down to pee. Um, and then like later in the break, in the break room, she's saying how the whole thing gives her creeps, gives her the creeps. She can't even pee without putting her goggles on. Um, and someone's like, as if anyone wants to see that. And she's like, well, you don't know. Um, and then someone asked like, what would you do if you were invisible or what would you do with that power? And they were like, what would I do? Or what would Sebastian do? Because he's always joking about how he's God. Um, and someone's like, well, at least it's almost over. And then they all leave. And then as they leave, the, a chair pulls out, um, just the chair. And like, it's implied, obviously, that Sebastian was listening to that. So we see Linda doing some tests. She's like grabbing some blood work. She's looking at it under a microscope. She puts a Coke, uh, like some Coca-Cola down, a can of Coke down, and it moves across the room. Um, so she knows immediately that it's him. And he's like, you have no idea how much fun this is. Um, he starts to like give her a shoulder, a shoulder massage, saying about how it's his last night. Um, so they could do a few more experiments. And then he like straight up kisses her. You kind of like see her lips move. Again, it's like, a really cool effect and then he's like how did it feel and she's like a little too familiar and she gets up she's like super not happy um and he's like don't you want to know what it's like to make love to an invisible man and she's like I think it would just be like old times and he's like what do you mean and she was like you were never there and then he like fully puts her hand up her dress like you see her dress go up and she pushes it pushes him away and she's really upset he's kind of all up in her area um I forget what he's saying but something about like oh is it because you can't see or don't you want to do this with someone you can't see and then she's like it's not what I don't see it's what I don't feel and then she leaves and that's the end of the scene now it's the next day and we see that he's back um, we're in the operating room again and he's in the bed uh, strapped to the bed we just see the imprint and we've got the orange serum again um, they ask if he's ready and he's like not really I was just starting to enjoy myself so they inject him with the orange serum and you see it start flowing through him just like um, before with Isabel it's going up all his veins and then he starts breathing really really hard and he says something's not right um and then it's kind of like he's invisible but like so we see some of his veins and he's kind of like you can see his eyes and his eyelids with like an invisible face it's like super creepy um then he starts squirming again and like pulling against his ropes and he's starting and he's just bones and veins and arteries um he's saying he can't breathe he can't breathe um he won't stop flailing he uh punches a Carter and kind of like throws him across the room um and now he's starting to become like more of a person um like more muscle more bones you can tell that it's Kevin Bacon but then all of a sudden it reverses and he starts to be um just muscle and veins and um there's less and less of him uh, Matt ends up doing CPR on him and he's like don't die on me don't die on me and then he just slowly goes back invisible so we see Matt and Linda talking. They're saying it didn't work. Um, and he almost died. And that they can't keep lying to the others because um, the others still don't know that it hasn't been approved by the committee. They, um, yeah, they have no idea what they're doing is like completely against the rules. So then we go to a scene where we see them blending this, um, probably what we figure out is like a silicone, um, like a liquid silicone. It's peach colored, like... Um, like skin colored peachy skin um and you see them pouring it over his invisible face so as they're pouring it you start to see his shape he's got a little straw in his mouth um so he can breathe it's again a really cool effect like as they pour it 
Um, and they're kind of like slopping it with their hands and putting it under his chin and around his ears. Um, they let it dry and then they um, like cut eye holes and they like cut a slit for the mouth. It's so creepy. And that part is like also really gross because she just like slowly like cuts a slit um, for the mouth with like a really sharp knife. Ooh, it's gross. Um, and then he talks to the team. So he's kind of um, wearing that, just wearing this peach mask and a lab coat and stuff. And he says, at least we can work in normal light again. Um, and at least like uh, you guys have a face that you can look at. We see Sebastian is really sick. Uh, he runs to the toilet and he vomits and his vomit is invisible, which I find so interesting. And I would love to explore that more. So you can just tell that he's vomiting. Um, he's saying there's too much testing and fuck you, Matt. And he was only supposed to be gone for three days. That's what he said. Um, and now it's been 10. So it's been 10 days that he's been invisible. He's like too many tests, too many needles, too much radiation. He's super pissed off at like, like all his, uh, all his coworkers. Um, then we see Sebastian back in his room. Um, he's freaking out. He's like walking back and forth. He's really restless. Um, and the person that's on duty now in the observation tower is Carter. Um, Carter is looking at um, like a nudie mag. It's, I don't know, he's being really gross, making gross comments. Again, it's work, people. Come on. Um, so Sebastian, he kind of sees Sebastian moving towards the door. He's he's not invisible. He's wearing um, clothing and his mask and a ball cap and sunglasses. And um, Carter is like, where are you going? He's like, I'm going out. And they're in Sebastian. Carter is like, no, 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 like for sure you cannot leave. And Sebastian's like, I'm going crazy. I'm out of here. And he leaves and it's bad. So um, Carter runs back to the observation tower and I think he ends up calling Linda. So Sebastian uh, goes to the car garage and the security guard is like, oh, hey, man, haven't seen you in a while. And he's kind of like trying to like block his face and gets into his car and security guards kind of following him. But like uh, he puts the roof of his convertible up. So just as the guy gets close, um, the convertible goes up so he can't see his face, doesn't think it's, doesn't see that anything's weird. So, and then he speeds away. And then Sebastian's sitting at traffic, sitting in traffic, and there's some kids sitting beside him in the car. And they're kind of like, they can tell that he looks kind of weird. I um, mean, like, hey, look at that, look at that. So he looks over and then he lifts up his sunglasses and opens his mouth. So there's just like in two invisible holes for his eyes and an invisible mouth. And the kids just start screaming. It's actually pretty funny. So Carter had called Linda. So we see Linda and Matt. Um, they're going to split up and go search for him. Linda says she will go to his apartment. So that is where he is. We go to his apartment. Um, he's just like casually packing a bag with his stuff. Seems like kind of innocent. Just like grabbing um, like certain books and notebooks and stuff to, you know, work on his work on the problem. But then he looks across the street and he sees the woman and she's wearing just a bra and a skirt again. Um, and then again, she closes her blinds and he's like, shit. Um, and then he says out loud, he's like, don't even think about it. But then he says, well, who's going to know? And then he takes off his, um, he's also got a glove, like a peach gloved hand. So he takes off his gloved hand. So we cut to um, the other apartment where this woman is. And she is getting out of her shower and the doorbell rings. So she puts on a robe. Um, she looks through the peephole. There's no one there. She turns around, the doorbell rings three times. So she opens the door, like, really quickly, um, as soon as it rings. And then she goes out into the hall, like, fully, completely out into the hall, um, which just was really silly, and, like, has her back turned one way, and then her back turned the other way. And then we see a point of view of someone, obviously Sebastian, entering her apartment. 
So um, she's sitting in front of her vanity. Um, we see another breast. Her breast, her breast has slipped out. She's just putting cream on her face and neck. Um, and then her mirror like tilts forward. And she's like, okay. And she like fixes it. And then a second later, it tilts up. So she gets really scared. She gets up. Um, she's looking terrified. And then she turns around um, and the camera is like right in her face and she's screaming and it almost seems like, well, she's obviously getting attacked and it almost seems like someone's like holding her shoulders. Um, and then the scene ends. So, um, Linda gets to his apartment and sees that his door or sorry, his door is open and unlocked and that his mask and gloves and clothes are there. And she's like, shit. So she knows immediately. Um, and back at his place, he's like, or sorry, whatever he has done is finished he's back at his apartment and he's washing his face he's just like throwing water on it but he's invisible and again it's um it's like it's actually quite creepy but it's a really good effect of just water kind of over an invisible face we're back at the lab and everyone is getting a trank gun like the situation has escalated from zero to a hundred um but then he shows up actually he just walks through the door and um sarah and matt are like where the hell are you um she's like I was at your apartment and I saw that you left your face and clothes and they just like know him enough or like that if he's invisible like it's bad news um and they're like why did you have to go into public and then Sarah says if you leave the compound again I will go straight to the committee um and he doesn't believe her he kind of dares her and she's like try me and then he's like so I'm a lab rat and they're like you volunteered for this um and then that kind of gets de-escalated he goes back to his room um and then sarah asks linda like she's like the committee knows about this right um but linda admits no they don't and sarah's like fuck but then they're like don't worry you've got plausible deniability um so now it's nighttime we're gonna cut to linda in her bed so linda is in her bed the window is open um the curtains are blowing she's just got a sheet on and then we see the sheet starts to get pulled down and she's just wearing um kind of like a button shirt and panties then we start seeing like indents in the bed starting at the bottom like her feet and kind of going up um her shirt um starts like going up a little bit and then we see that her panties are like fully taken off and then all of a sudden her legs are like forcibly like yanked open but she wakes up and it's just a dream um and she woke up because her phone is ringing and matt says that he thinks that he's figured it out we're back at the lab because Matt says that he thinks he's figured out the reversion. So everyone's looking up at this big computer monitor, um, looking at this thing, like this test happening, and we're waiting and we're all excited. But then all of a sudden it doesn't work. So we have not figured it out. Um, and Sebastian's like really mad. He's like, this isn't even worth my time. Um, and she's uh, Linda calls him a fucking moron. She's like, Matt was on to something and he's just trying to fix you. And Sebastian's like, or kill me. And he's like, I have this gift and I can't even do anything with it. And then he like, um, I guess he stormed away because now it's just the two of them um, in his room. So then he pushes her against the door. And again, he's like all up in her area. Um, he calls himself like a prisoner here. And she's like, you're not a prisoner. And he's like, is that what you tell yourself to make yourself feel better when you leave here at night and I'm stuck in this shithole and you're fucking your boyfriend. And then he's like kissing her neck. And then she's like, well, what bothers you the most that you don't have a life or that I do. And then she pushes him off and leaves. Um, and then Sebastian's still in his room. He looks, um, he's in his bed. He looks over at the monitor that is facing his bed the infrared monitor and he starts to you can tell he's kind of 
he's got he's got an idea so um he calls down to frank who is the one that's on the shift he's doing um the monitoring so he's in the observation tower so he's like hey i'm just gonna come down to the lab um and he like stealthily grabs some stuff like some electronical electronic looking stuff um and goes back to his room and then we actually see him um like playing with the camera in his room um cut to frank in the observation tower we see him like swat the back of his head and like turn around all like thinking that maybe something touched him but then he looks back at the computer monitor and we can see in infrared that sebastian is um still in his bed we are out in the street now and we see a person experiencing homelessness and he has a shopping cart and it starts to roll away um, which is so rude, but he does grab it. Obviously, it's Sebastian. Um, then we see a fire escape um, ladder get lowered, and we hear like we hear some walking. Um, and then we are seeing inside Linda's apartment. So point of view of um, someone looking inside Linda's apartment. We hear a knock, knock, knock on the door, and Matt comes in, and they immediately start kissing and getting naked. Um, and they get into the bed, and we can hear Sebastian say, "Motherfucker." Um, and I noted that they both fully had shoes on on her bed. It was horrible. Um, so as they're kind of rolling around on her bed with their shoes on, um, the glass beside or like the glass window beside her bed shatters like something has been um, thrown through it. So immediately they're like, call the lab. Um, Frank wakes up um, but says, yeah, Sebastian's right here. Yeah, I'm staring right at him. Should I wake him up? And Linda's like, no, no, it's fine but they're very suspicious um back in the lab um or back in the room sebastian his room sebastian is pacing and grumbling and being like how could she oh my god how the fuck did she do this oh how dare she how both of them how dare they and then that dog from the kind of from the beginning um is barking 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 and sebastian is yelling shut up shut up like yelling at it the dog will not stop barking um and then I'm just gonna say trigger warning immediately if you don't want to hear anything about a dog getting injured fast forward like 30 seconds so I'll say quickly so in infrared we see that he goes into the cage he picks the dog up and he slams the dog's body on the side of the cage inside the cage it's fucking horrific um but that's the end of that scene so Linda and Matt have come back to the lab and Linda is in Sebastian's room and she sees um that he has um like she looks at the camera and sees that he has done something to the camera so it's showing that he's there he's not actually there um so she says that she's going to the committee and um matt's like well he hasn't done anything yet and then they're like he killed a dog with his bare hands um and then we actually see a point of view of him watching and we and he's like breathing really hard so we know um that he knows that they're gonna go to the committee Okay, so now we're at a man named Dr. Kramer's house. He's part of the committee. Um, Matt and Linda are there. He's like really not impressed. Um, he says that they will um, handle Sebastian, but th that Matt and Linda should clear out their offices. So um, they leave and then he says, like Dr. Kramer says to his wife, oh, I've got to wake a few generals. So it's a pretty serious thing. Um, so he picks up the phone, but the phone line is dead. 
Um, and then he walks to his backyard. So I don't know. He guess he just decided to take a break. He walks to his backyard. Um, he's got like a old fashioned smoking pipe. So, um, he's just doing that. And we see that there's a pool in the backyard and he's kind of walking around it, smoking a pipe. Um, and as he's smoking, he blows his smoke and, um, we see Sebastian's face again, really cool effect. Um, it's right in front of him and you just hear hi boss and Sebastian pushes the guy in the water um, and we see like the outline of Sebastian it's really cool just like in the water um, he's drowning trying to drown this guy he's choking this guy um, this guy's calling to his wife um, but um, in the end he does drown and he dies and Sebastian just like slips away so things are once again escalating very quickly so back in the lab um, Linda is there and she like runs into Sebastian, like physically runs into Sebastian. And um, he's like, why so jumpy? Because technically they don't know that Sebastian knows that they know, if that makes sense. Like Sebastian heard them saying that they were going to go to the committee, but they don't know that he heard that. So everything's like secretly kind of okay on the surface but um but not at all so um linda goes to call dr kramer because she's like things should be happening by now why haven't we heard from him but they found out that he drowned last night so she goes to call um a general but the line goes dead um and there's no outside line they go to alert alert security but they are stuck because the elevator won't grab grant any of them access all of their access codes have been denied um, so now they're on a computer and when I'm saying they, I mean like it's pretty much the whole team is just, um, together as a group right now. So they're looking on a computer and they said everyone's access code has been removed except for Sebastian's of course. So they're trapped and they're like, um, how long will it take before anyone like starts looking for us? Um, they have no answer for that. So they all kind of, um, are going to leave the lab that they're at. They're going to go to a different room. Um, but Janice sticks behind to grab her glasses. And as she puts them on, she runs, like we see him, she runs into him and then, um, he strangles her with a rope. They have this like intercom system where they're able to kind of like loudspeaker over the whole lab so um linda's like give up sebastian and he's like no i'm having too much fun um and then he says that no one knows about what's happening because he killed dr kramer before he told anyone so no one knows what's going on um and someone's like where's janice so they run back to the lab um and they open up a locker and yeah janice has been strangled um kind of by it looks like like medical cord um and sarah slaps linda and she's like fuck you for not telling us. Um, and then Linda's like, like, calm down. Like we're going to take him down. They're back in front of a computer, the group, and they've been able to set up like, um, motion detectors. Um, so they're looking at a map and there's kind of like little triangles saying, um, they're just able to, to luckily find him. He's the only one in the corridor. So the motion sensors are kind of tracking him. Uh, Matt and Carter go after him and Linda is like talking to them over the walkie talkies saying, go down this hallway, go down this hallway. Um, but all of a sudden the motion detection stops and they've lost him. They think he's hiding behind a pipe. So Matt shoots it, but it just ends up being a hot air vent. Um, but uh, as he looks over, Carter is being kind of like held up 
to the ceiling and strangled. Um, if anyone remembers that part in Monsters, Inc., when Randall is, like, strangling Sully, it's, like, truly essentially that part, even down to the invisibility. Um, so Matt shoots a pipe, which releases steam, so we can see Sebastian now. It's super cool. Um, and then Sebastian, like, tosses Carter down, and Carter, like, hits the side of his the side of his neck slash head like on a metal pipe oh man I always remember that part that's always sticks with me um so he's just got gut like um like gushing out of him did I say gut Gl blood he's got blood gushing out of him Matt says that he can't see anything because there's too much steam um so Sebastian's like walking around saying Marco Polo um he's like over here then he's over there uh, Matt gets a fire extinguisher to be able to see him better and we see him a few times um and then they're kind of just like shouting at each other about linda and then they start fist fighting and then linda opens the door kind of behind matt and pulls him in so now um matt and linda are together and they're on the opposite side of the door from sebastian so um sarah and frank come across carter who is super bleeding blood everywhere um linda's like he needs blood now or he's gonna die so she leaves frank frank is like super scared not happy to be left alone and so we see sarah running to a different room and she gets a bunch of packs of blood um and then the door slams shut so she knows that sebastian's in there so she has the clever idea of ripping open the bags of blood um she ends up ripping, ripping open like seven bags of blood and just spreading all the blood um on the floor and she's like come on sebastian take a walk now um somehow he still punches her we don't actually see any footprints in it and he punches her um but then she throws a bag of blood on him which is super cool so now he's kind of like dripping blood um in his hair and um like on his face and shoulders um and then he gets on top of her and they're fighting over the tranquilizer 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 gun um and he shoots her right in the heart and then he says um i've always admired your feistiness and then he snaps her neck um and then he wipes his damn hands on her tits because he's covered in blood and um it's gross it's always gross um, Carter dies and now we're back into the room that's covered in blood um, it's just Matt and uh, Matt and Linda right now um, they find Sarah dead in this big freezer um, and then Frank is outside he's got a fire extinguisher um, but we see um, all of a sudden he gets impaled like through the body with a really long crowbar um they kind of scream and then matt gets stabbed with like the curved end of the crowbar right in the stomach and then he pushes sebastian pushes matt and linda um into this freezer and turns the temperature way 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 down so it's like really really cold um and then linda ends up like duct taping the big wound on matt's stomach um we see sebastian he's in his room he's putting on his mask and uh, he's putting some nice clothes on. He also like draws some eyebrows onto his face. Um, back to Matt. He's saying he can't feel anything. They're getting super cold. Um, she's like, Linda's like, keep talking to me, Matt, Matt. Um, keep talking to me. And then um, at that point, like we think that he's dead. We're pretty sure he's dead. Cut back to Sebastian. He's got hair and a ball cap. And he like actually kind of looks normal. Um back to the freezer linda is gets all determined and um we see her like break off a like a drawer handle a big metal drawer handle she wraps some wire around it um she's doing electrical things she's got this big defib machine um 
And what she ends up doing is making a, creating a giant magnet. So she uses this to open the door. The door's got a big metal latch. So she slides the latch. Awesome. They're able to be free. Um, Sebastian is in the lab and we see him putting, um, some, like some sort of chemical. I think they say it's nitro into vials and then into, I want to say a centrifuge. Um, one of those things that kind of spins, 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 spins. And he said it for five minutes. So it's going to start spinning in five minutes. Um, Linda and Matt are free. Linda starts a little garbage fire for Matt. Um, and then Sebastian is on the elevator and Linda catches him as the door is closing. And she has made a flippin' makeshift fire uh, flamethrower out of an oxygen tank and I don't know some kind of hose so she just shoots him with the fire she is just blazing him up over and over and over again he's flailing he's shouting and like um I guess like the clothes and his hair and his like his fake hair and his ball cap are kind of like all melting so he's flailing and like she will not stop she's just um going and going and going um everything's kind of like burning kind of flaking off but eventually he actually does get completely invisible again so um linda uses her fire to shoot at the sprinklers um and then we can see him and we can see that he's coming up um behind her and he hits her and he's like i always knew you were a bitch and he uh, hits her head on a pole and he kicks her and then he tries to like choke her with his foot and then we can see through him which is super cool um that matt is coming up behind him with the crowbar so he hits Sebastian, um, who falls down, but then Sebastian does get up again. He has the crowbar. Um, he goes after Matt, but he misses, and he ends up hitting, like, an electrical box with his metal crowbar. And now, um, instead of being invisible, he's, like, bone and, like, muscle and veins. Like, if you ever saw, um, like, the human bodies thing. So he mostly, yeah, he looks exactly like that now, and that's, for the rest of the movie, that's what he's looking like. Um... So they realize they're in the lab now, Matt and Linda, and they realize that they can't stop the centrifuge, the thing from spinning. So um, it is got nitrogen in it and it will explode. They cannot stop it. So they know that there is a ladder um, kind of like in the elevator shaft. So they start um, going up the ladder and then the explosions start. And it's like absolutely massive. Like the entire building is going to be absolutely flattened. Um, so they're climbing up the ladder, the flames um, push, like the explosion goes off and um, the elevator like rockets up. So they kind of move to the side of, of the ladder so they don't um, get squished. Um, the flames are so close. Like I, I feel like they would die. It would be way too hot. Um, and now, oh wow, the um, elevator is coming back down. So, um, but as it starts falling down, like the track, it's kind of, kind of coming off its tracks and breaking from the wires and going crooked. So it gets stuck in the shaft like perfectly before it lands on them. Then we see a POV from below and Sebastian's hand grabs Linda's leg and he's looking really gross, just like tendons and veins. Um, we also see his penis again here. This time it's got skin. So it's looking like a real penis kind of just flopping around. Um, and Sebastian pulls Linda down and they fall onto the elevator, which starts to fall again. Um, and then it gets stopped abruptly just by one single cord. Um, Sebastian is like beating Linda up. Um, Matt's trying to get down to save her. She's like, let go of me. And Sebastian's like 
just one last kiss and it's gross like he's looking so bad um so she pretends to kiss him back but what she's doing um is grabbing like a wire or a rope that's behind him then she steps on this i don't know magic button that makes the elevator drop and she um holds on to the rope so the elevator and sebastian fall to the ground or fall into the flames actually um and then she just crawls back up and she makes it to matt and they hug um and then the final the end of the movie ends with matt and linda coming out and there's fire trucks um and they get into an ambulance and then the ambulance drives away and that's the end of hollow man my thoughts on this movie are um i actually really like it um that's not really surprising i think most of the movies i'm doing this month are i'm doing them because i like them um i like that it's from the 90s like well it would have been filmed in the, in the late 90s came out in the year 2000 um i love that time i love that time for horror movies and thrillers um again like i said a lot throughout it the like visual effects are phenomenal i didn't think anything really looked that bad um and yeah i watched again i think it's mostly i like it so much because it's nostalgic um but i like it i like it a lot it's a good thriller and i hope you enjoyed it thanks for listening